such a beautiful sound. Welcome back to Dirt Tracks and Rear Bracks, episode 47. Got a full crew here today. Me, Kyle, and Bonner. A special guest for everybody. Driver of the 66 Monty Sprint Car and the 71 Silver Crown, Shane Cockrum. All right, we got Shane Cockrum here. He's uh, he's on the road, heading home. How's it going, Shane? Oh, it's going good, guys. It's going good. Uh, had a pretty good weekend wrapped up and uh, just headed back. And uh, got a few days off here to kind of get some Silver Crown stuff prepared. And then uh, we'll be headed out to BA for a few days. So uh, kind of short, short week, but uh, exciting week. I like going to BA. Cool place. Hell, yeah. So they're running at uh, Port Royal, aren't they, Silver Crown? Are they running somewhere else over there as well? Stones Grove, maybe, or yeah, just Port just, Royal. Uh, just Port Royal for the Crown Cars this week. Of course, you know that falls under the Eastern Storm, so I think the Sprint Cars will be there. Uh, I don't know five or six nights here in a row, starting Tuesday at Grandview. So um, I don't know. We we may end up uh, making a, a fashionably late entrance with the Sprint Car, but but for the most part, we're going to try to concentrate on the Silver Crown stuff. Uh, of course, we won last there last year there at Williams Grove, so we kind of feel like we need to put that at utmost importance and see if we can't defend our PA uh, title per se oh yeah so if you do run a sprint what would it be would, or do you have one over there maybe somebody's going to let you run if you do decide or yeah there's I've got a couple guys i kind of been talking to uh, you know honestly the way we've got the Amadi 66 going I'd really like to take it out there um, uh, but you know what I mean it's we're, we're really concentrating on this outlaw deal and, and uh, you know Obviously, this weekend we were at Lake Ozark, and then next weekend off, following weekend we're at I-55. So, uh, you know, taking that thing out there, going six nights in it, and then making a short turnaround to, to the following week, it gets pretty tough. Um, so, I, so I think we'll probably leave the 66 at home, and, and uh, you know, I'll, I'll see what I can uh, kind of conjure up. Are you, are you excited for I-55? Yeah, man, I-55 is a cool place. Uh, to be honest with you, I've only ran there one time, and that was, uh, it's been probably, I'd say, 15 years ago when I was running dirt late model stuff. And, um, of course, that's, you know, kind of where I came from, the modified dirt late model world. Um, and just kind of jumped into a power I mentioned in 2009. So uh, I, I got to run I-55 a little bit there. And, uh, you know, for me, it's probably one of the closer places. It's I-55 is closer to any track in Indiana for me, so, uh, you know, it'll be kind of a homecoming, I guess you could call it. Oh, yeah, that's one of our favorites to go to, really. Yeah, it's a badass. We go to the Ironman usually every year, or try to. Yeah, 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 the I-55 for the Outlaw Show, man, that's a must-see event. Uh, you know, just that, that place will uh, remind you just how big of balls those boys got. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you will yeah. You will pay for the beer there, though, I'll tell you that. that oh, is, yeah. That is oh, not yeah. cheap there. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got a lot of family history with that place, and um, of course, when I was uh, 15 years old, I guess I, uh, I dated uh, Ray Marler's granddaughter, who uh, owned the place. So, um, and, and another guy in my hometown, uh, actually, he's got a boy named Jackson Wiggs. He's doing a lot of 600 racing. Uh, his dad was married to uh, Ray Marler's daughter, so uh, it seems to be a lot of hometown connection with the I-55 group around our our area. Yeah. So, uh, you just got done with the Extreme Series as well uh, at Ozarks. Uh, how'd that give us a recap of that? And how'd that go for you this past weekend? <laughs> well, it was good. Um, you know, we we were good last time there. We finished third, and and uh, then you know going back, obviously had pretty high expectations. Um, 
you know, we, we got started off, you know, of course, like anything else, you draw, you know, you pill draw for your group, qualify your group. And, uh, you know, sure as shit, I get uh, Brady Bacon, Jake Swanson, and CJ Leary in my group. You Dang. know, it, you know how it goes. It never, <laughs> yep. it never can be easy. So, uh, and I think we ended up fourth. Uh, that put us on the front row, led the whole heat race, uh, just kind of slipped up on the last lap, let Swanson get under us and uh, kind of give that one away. That put us starting eighth, and, uh, you know, we started eighth, had a flat left front tire before the race ever started. So, uh, you know, I kind of knew it was going to be a challenging night from that point. Uh, ran a few laps and then ended up having to pull off to get a new left front on the first uh, red flag. Went to the back, went from the back to the front, uh, got caught up, Landon Simon got in the wall. Of course, the cushion was right up against the wall, and, um, you know, pretty, pretty ner- uh, you know, unnervy type place last night and Simon got upside down I kind of slid backwards into him and uh, so that put me to the back again so uh, then I went last to fourth so um, felt, felt like I passed every car there about three times <laughs> yeah so you know we've seen that you come come up to the front twice yeah that's saying something if you'd got to be in the front to start with yeah you might have lapped everybody yeah 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 uh, be, you know, to be honest with you, I did feel like we probably had the car to win, and that's uh, sometimes, man, when you get that, you don't get that many cars like that. When you do get them, it's kind of a tough pill to swallow that you don't uh, yeah. bring home more hardware. But you know, I guess that's racing; that's the way it goes. Yep. Yeah. So you said that's one of your more your more uh, favorite tracks. Now you've been there twice, uh, so you like that place pretty well. Now those are like those arcs. Well, you know how it goes. Any place you run good's uh, one of your favorites, and yeah. uh, any place you don't, you hate. So it's uh, yeah, you know. But that is, I think you gotta you gotta just figure out every little track and, and what you know what you got to do to run fast at them. And you know, of course, they all got their own personalities. And uh, you know, I, it seems like for some reason or another, that place kind of fits our style. And uh, so you know, if we could if we could go back there every weekend and. Or that was the last race of the year to challenge for the, the championship here for the extreme deal. I wouldn't be too disappointed about it. Oh yeah, absolutely. So uh, going back to the first time you guys were there, <laughs> I was watching on uh, Dirt Vision, and you ended up third that night. And uh, I was laughing at your uh, interview because, of course, Robert Blue had to talk for twenty minutes, and and you said, uh, "Well, dang, do I have any time left?" Uh, I couldn't tell if you were pissed or if you were just joking around, but I thought it was funny. <laughs> Well, you know, me and Robert, I, I you know, I, I respect Robert for what he does. And, uh, you know, but uh, we've always had kind of a, I, I guess you can call it a love-hate relationship. Uh, of course, I think, you know, my first USAC race I ever ran there in 2015, um, you know, I, I, they interviewed me and I said, made some kind of comment about losing a bunch of weight. So I didn't feel like Robert Blue this year. And, uh, <laughs> Robert took offense to it, and ever since then, it's just been kind of a, you know, pot shot back and forth. And course, <laughs> gotcha. You know, mo- most of the time, I can't see what he's put because he's blocked me on Twitter. So, <laughs> dang, you did. You really did. You really did something to get him to block you, huh? <laughs> yeah. Dang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was funny. I didn't know if you guys had a history or just joking around, but fun, non- funny nonetheless. For I thought, but uh, so how's your uh? Overall, your season, the, the Mighty 66, you got pretty much full reign of that team, or you, you keep it at your shop or kind of run? Yeah. How's that yeah, going? Yeah, I do. Um, you know, honestly, the, it, it, it's a tough deal. We've, uh, you know, we put the deal together real late. On the, I, 
I tell everybody on December 15th, we didn't even own a lug wrench uh, for this team. And so, um, you know, it started out, it was pretty much me on my own and, and just trying to throw stuff together. And of course, I, you know, like I, I told somebody, I don't know if there's a worse time to try to put a race car team together than, than what we're dealing with right now, you know, with uh, just parts and supply and just generally uh, the way everything is. So, um, you know, I don't know. Maybe I ought to get an award for even getting a race car on the track at that point. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. It, it, you know, but, but we did. We did. And uh, it, it's, I think we won one so far this year. It's been kind of an up and down. It's, you know, it's uh, all the growing pains that you would expect early on. Um, you know, we, we uh, started out the year with Davy Jones, our crew chief. And of course, everybody knows, you know, Davy's a very talented individual. But, um, you know, it just takes time to kind of gel and, and uh, it took us eight or ten races to do that. And then, uh, you know, here a couple of races ago, we just kind of mutually agreed to kind of part ways. There were some other opportunities come along. And, um, you know, so that's what we did. And uh, so now we're, uh, we've are we got Donnie Gentry on the wrenches. And, and really this weekend was our first go with Donnie. And uh, so, you know, pretty high hopes for what we got moving forward. And, uh, you know, I think we're sitting, I don't know, second or third in the outlaw deal. And, and that's been where our commitment's at. So, you know, Given a little bit of luck, I think we got a chance to win a championship. We'll see. Heck yeah! For the uh, extreme, you're in uh, fourth in points, I believe, or I think. Uh, yeah, I was third. I may be third? second now. Oh, okay. I, uh, after last night, uh, okay. Robert and his other best friend Jake Swanson, uh, they didn't they didn't fare too well together. So <laughs> yeah, it's... yeah. I saw uh, Swanson's tire was pretty much a drag slick. I saw uh, today, but yeah. Good. Yeah, some of them got good Hoosier product, you know. Yeah, so. oh yeah. <laughs> I did. I did hear. Maybe you know some about this. Uh, somebody said that they're not curing those now, or is there something else going on? Or just a shitty product. Other than that, man, I don't, I know. don't know. It's um, you know, I, everybody's got an opinion about that deal. Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they. I know they've changed their uh, kind of mix and uh, to try to keep them tires getting pumped out. Everybody, but. You know, certainly they don't have it figured out right now. Yeah, it's and, not working. And, uh, <laughs> Dude, good God. Yeah, We've yeah. seen so many posts about tires coming apart, it's crazy. Not, yeah, e- not, yeah, even, yeah. not even running through them, just, just detreading. Yeah. Yeah, like, exactly. They're, they're just delaminating, and so I don't know quite, you know, what's happening. And, you know, I, everybody I know at Hoosier, they're good people, and, and, you know, I don't know, maybe it's something out of their hands. But, uh, you know, certainly when the prices are going up and they're three – Three hundred fifty dollars a tire, uh, you know. I, it, that, it makes it tough. I mean, they're going to have to get something figured out. Uh, you know, just yeah. because they're all nice people, don't don't make it acceptable. So yeah, yeah. Um, you know. So on the same subject, I guess we're kind of beating the dead horse, but uh, go back to Speed Weeks in Florida with the tire samples for USAC. Uh, I know you you guys sat out at least, or you want we're going to set out at least one race. Uh, your uh, your thoughts on some of that, the stuff that came down from that or didn't come down from that, suspension wise at least. But yeah, you know, I, I don't know that. I, I guess Just, depending on who you talk to, I either made a whole bunch of friends or not many, you know, it's, or lost a few. But uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you know, uh, I'll, I'll tell you if you don't if you don't stand for anything, you'll you know, or something, you'll fall for anything, and and uh, you know, it's you know. Um, you know, I don't really have to call anybody out because it's, you know, everybody that's in, that travels in that circle knows who's doing what and with who and how they're doing it. And, uh, 
you know, and, and who's been getting away with it. One time something changed and now the same people who are getting away with it, getting away with it anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, you know, that's, uh, that, that's the, well, they can, they can disagree with me, but, uh, you know, somebody had been forward and, and there was a few teams that did and, um, you know, we, we just decided that we were going to, you know, that was kind of the hill we were going to die on and, and, um, that's what we did. USAC's been good to me, um, but hold on. U- USAC's been good to me, but uh, you know, uh, sometimes uh, they, you know, I don't know. Maybe they're maybe they're too close with some of their sponsors, some of their friends, and and uh, you know. And I think we lost him. You still there? Yeah. Can you right. hear me? Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, you cut out on us for Sorry. just a second. You're good. You're good. We understand. Yeah, we're good. But, uh, yeah, the uh, whole, uh, yeah, we know what you're talking about, the sponsors and things like that. But, uh, yeah. We felt it was yeah. kind of shady that they didn't, I mean, at least penalize them a little bit. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, uh, you know, I thought the, the way the outlaw deal handled it was the proper way. And, you know, I, I, I get it. Um, you know, sometimes the burden of proof, uh, a lot of times should fall should fall on the series, but you know, when, when knowing what everybody knew at that point in time, the burden of proof should have fallen on the guys to prove, you know, after that failed test to prove that they weren't, you know, weren't guilty. And I just felt like some of you know the series, um, you know, maybe just I don't know, maybe just didn't hold their feet to the fire and, and maybe took a defensive stance with them instead of. Yep. Uh, you know, requiring them on their own to defend themselves. And, yeah. You know, and then and you know, nobody no, nobody wanted to be wrong in, in that aspect. And yeah. uh, you know, as they say, sometimes the appearance of impropriety is worse than the impropriety itself. Absolutely. And that's kind of the way it felt. Yeah, yeah. We felt the same way. We felt that we felt that maybe because of some of the sponsors on some of the cars that they uh, maybe went the extra mile to make sure they weren't penalized. But you know. That's just from us. Yeah. That's from a fan standpoint. So you know, our our opinion means fucking jack shit. So yeah, <laughs> yeah as, as mine does too. But you know, we uh, we at least had a little bit of muscle to flex, and, and uh, you know, we want to bring a little bit of awareness, keep everybody honest, and you know, it's a it's a tough enough business as it is without without adding any of that stuff. And you know, certainly we understand that it's it's a part. It's always going to be a somewhat a part of racing, but you know, uh, you know, we just we need to make sure that it's not the norm, and, and yeah. uh, you know, guys, everybody works too hard to, you know, to uh, try to to try to have an even playing field and get every legal advantage they can. You know, we don't we don't want to add that kind of crap to it. So, uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see. I hope, hopefully, a lot of the other series kind of follow suit because. Um, you know, it, it's still a pretty pretty rampant part of our sport, unfortunately. Absolutely. Yep. So you're gonna big plans? You're gonna run some USAC stuff or just some local stuff, whatever you can get in your schedule this year yet to go? Yeah, I think uh, you know we said uh, we're gonna run whatever USAC stuff's good for us. Um, you know, I you know like I said, I I don't know. It's 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 drawn kind of some dividing lines for everybody, but we. Uh, you know, uh, USAC still got a lot of quality cars, and, and if you want to be the best, you gotta you gotta run with them. And, and right now, and so um, 
you know, we're still going to go hustle every chance we get with them and, and, you know, and within reason and, uh, you know, who knows what the future holds, but, um, you know, right now that's, uh, for us, it's more about becoming the best and, and it, I don't really care what series that is. I'll go wherever I got a race to run against the best. Yeah. So, um, how the whole uh, you talked about it a little bit at the bit the Amadi team, how'd that come about? Just uh, kind of random. You guys threw a team together and running some racing. Yeah, so yeah, so um, the Amadi team, obviously uh, Shane Wade's the owner, and, and uh, so back in the '60s, um, you know, if people don't know, you know, my dad Chuck Amadi was his Shane Wade's grandfather, and, and my dad was Cliff Cockrum, and, and they uh, they did a lot of racing together. Of course, from the Southern Illinois area, they were they were really the arch uh, nemesis with each other and um you know back in those days you were a cliff cochran fan or you were a chuck amati fan and you weren't both and uh i won't say they fought each other but you know they certainly you you know they didn't cheer for each other and, and so you know, growing up we our two family names were a big part of uh you know racing in the southern illinois area and, and as we got older you know we just we always had a mutual respect for each other and uh, you know, we at one point there about 2014, we, we kind of looked around and said, you know, maybe maybe we ought to do, you know, Southern Illinois Justice and just go together and, and uh, see what we can do. And, and we did. We went together and uh, I think ran the 2000, a lot of the 2014 USAC deal. And uh, I think neither one of us were really prepared the way you need to be and uh, just kind of out of the area, didn't know what we didn't know. And uh, so, so that's what we did. But uh, then, you know, out. They obviously went on. I got hurt at Terre Haute pretty good and, and uh, kind of had to set out for a while. And, um, you know, of course, they got hopped in. Team S hopped in after me. And, and of course, uh, history, it, you know, was made after that. They, uh, the Amati 66 and Team S made, you know, made a lot of speed and, and had a lot of success there. So, yeah. um, of course, you know, the economy and some other things kind of uh, changed the way, the, the direction for Amati racing. They set out there a few years and, he come back to me uh, last year and said, "Hey, let's do this again. Let's do it. I think we both know uh, what we need to do to win races, and uh, we're close. And uh, let's see if we can't tackle it." So, um, you know, hats off to him because you know, in today's world, for a guy to show up at your door and say, "Hey, let's spend a, a shit ton of money for something we're never going to get a return on," uh, you know, that's that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty badass right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so so and I was you know I was the benefactor of that deal, so it's uh, we're having a lot of fun doing it. So you you've raced for quite a few teams in your time, uh, including the Motty and Hardy Boys, Burton, JP Five Three, a bunch of different teams. What's it like running for so many different teams and getting comfortable with the different crews and wrench guys and everybody? Yeah, it's you know how it is. It can be it can be real tough, um, you know, because everybody's got their own style. And and uh, you know, I, I for the last five years, as far as the sprint car deal goes, I've kind of just stayed with uh, the twenty four P, which you know we've ran on more of a regional level and and had a lot of success. I think we won close to 40, 40 features uh, at you know a handful of different tracks in Indiana. Um, you know, and, and it was it was tough. It was tough moving away from that. Um, you know, but you know, Indiana, it you can settle in in Indiana. You can hit some of them tracks, but 
um, you know, I felt like we just accomplished everything we were going to accomplish at, at those places and, and really needed to, uh, you know, expand our horizons a little bit. And, um, you know, so uh, that, you know, like anything else, it's you got to jail and it's, you know, I, I knew moving into this deal, it'd be half a season before we did. And, um, of course I'm, you know, I'm 40 years old. So them half seasons count. It ain't quite like being 18 and losing half a season. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, but, but I feel like, uh, man, I, you know, I'm super thankful for everybody I've been a, a part of. I know that just sounds pretty, uh, you know, kind of, uh, cliche and, and, uh, you know, too prim and proper, but, you know, really at, at the end of the day, man, like I said, I, you know, I, I do this maybe not to support my family, but to uh, just have a whole lot of fun and, and you know, we, you got to make good friends, man. You got to have, have a great time and, and uh, you know, so, so for me, it is really about just making relationships. Yeah. For sure. So, uh... <laughs> speaking of having fun, <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of what? I said speaking of having fun. Charlie's got a, a quick. Speaking one. of having fun, we were we happened to be at Terre Haute a few weeks ago when uh, <laughs> you decided to just go ahead and qualify when your damn tires just <laughs> ro- rolling around. <laughs> what was yeah. that like? Well, if uh, if your nuts being in your asshole is considered fun, uh, sign me up. But that's what. It- what it felt like to me let me tell you it's, everybody i talked to says man weren't you scared to, to stay on and i said hell i was scared to back off of it. yeah <laughs> yeah it's, uh i i remember hitting the checkered flag on that second lap of course i knew the whole time what i had you know and or and, didn't have uh, of course Tara, <laughs> yeah or didn't have you're right Tara, it's probably the wrong place uh, to have that happen because the way the cars settle down and um, you know I, I kind of chuckled when I hit the, the checkered flag there after my qualifying lap and I I thought man I've made it two laps but the problem now is how in the hell am I going to get out the exit gate without backing off right you know <laughs> yeah yeah so it was uh, but it, it worked out and uh, it made for uh, made for good TV I guess Dude, it was so, entertaining as hell I'll tell you that yep yeah, we were both sitting there. <laughs> Talking about the size of your nuts must not fit in that truck in that car. <laughs> just driving around there with the rubber just hanging. So, uh, yeah, yeah. What's like your favorite format that you run? As far as series series goes. wise, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I'll tell you. Um, I, I really love the USAC Silver Crown series. Um, you know, I know from a younger fan's standpoint, it's. Uh, you know, it, it can be a little more difficult to attract, attract the attention and keep the attention, um, you know, but from a purely strategic standpoint and, and, you know, a purest of the sport, man, it's just hard to beat a USAC Silver Crown car. Uh, they're just, you know, I like the, the qualifying and then getting prepared to run 100 miles. Um, you know, I love the focus that you have to have. I love the way those cars, you know, just change, start out with, you know, uh, brand new tires and 600 pound of fuel behind you. And it, you know, you run the first 30 or 40 laps and you say, this has got to be the biggest piece of shit that I have ever done. <laughs> <laughs> you know? and, and, and you're, you know, your spotter gets tired of hearing it. And yeah. then about lap 40, you say, 
man, this thing's a freaking race car, you know, and, and you, run, <laughs> you, you run that way for about 30 laps, and then about lap 80, you burn off 500 pounds of fuel and, and uh, about 30 pounds of tire, and there ain't nothing left, and you say this is the junkest motherfucker. You know, <laughs> it's, it's a roller coaster. <laughs> oh man! You up know? down, up down. Um, and there's just there are just not enough adjustments in those things. Uh, you know, you can't just dial yourself in or out. You just got to take what what it gives you. Um, but you know, it from a driver's standpoint, it's uh, you know it really is a mental and thinking man series. Um, you know, which is why I think you see some of those young kids struggle with it, and then other guys, you know, Brian Tyler and and Shane Cottle, and some of those guys really, and Cody Swanson really excel because uh, you know they're just super smart race car drivers. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. So yeah, I, I love it. You know, it, I, there's just you know running, you know, Terre Haute's fast for a sprint car, but it's not Ducoin fast. I'll tell you, it's uh, you know that. <laughs> 150, 560 mile an hour down the front straightaway, and and uh, not not lifting at the end of the straightaway is uh, it's it's something every race car driver should experience. Yeah. So, what would you feel so, like is uh, one of your biggest accomplish accomplishments as a driver? Well, so so I'm you know I'm 15 minutes from uh, the Ducoin State Fairgrounds. That's uh, here in Benton, Illinois, and. And uh, growing up, I mean, that's that's where my parents took me. They took me to the, the Ducoin State Fair and the Illinois State Fair. And, you know, there's that, that sitting under that big covered grandstand and, and the echo of the cars and seeing, you know, seeing Stan Fox and, and Bigelow and Hewitt and, you know, Chassis and those guys just rip and roar and, you know, being able to kind of experience that. Um, you know that, that that was always my dream figuring out how I could get there uh, for me that was the Ducoin you know mile was my Indy 500 and um, you know so so being able to get there and then then you know 2014 being able to win my first one uh, and then come back in 2015 and win my second one uh, two in a row there and then you know being able to look and start hearing you know seeing some of the names and hearing that you uh, Oh man, you know another another win or two wins or three wins, you're going to tie AJ Foyt at Ducoin and and you know uh, those type of things, you know, and that of course that gets my blood pumping. I'm you know I just I love that aspect of it, and um, you know I really do would like to be the winningest Ducoin uh, driver in history, and that's probably going to take me require about three more wins, but. Um, you know, hell, if, if Brian Tyler, he's got to be in his mid-50s. If he can do it, I can do it. And hell yeah. So I yeah. feel like i got a few good years left here to try to make it happen. Heck, yeah, for sure. Um, so DeCoin, uh, Springfield, is they're pretty much the same, or is there differences besides being a mile track? Yeah, there, there's huge differences, actually. Um, you know, DeCoin's got a long straightaways. Um, you kind of you kind of diamond that place, and, and Springfield's it's all corner um, ah. you know they, they argue with each other about which one's faster and they both claim to be the fastest but um you know uh, i like springfield a lot but it's always a day race uh yep. hot laps are worth the price of admission beyond that you you know you have to you have to just kind of not get yourself out of the groove and um 
um, you know, Ducoin, you you can be running lat ninety and throwing sparks off the wall. So, uh, you know, it's 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 just a cool place. If if they would ever put lights on uh, Springfield, uh, man, I tell you that everybody in Indiana ought to come watch it because it would be pretty spectacular. But yeah, um, you know, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. The uh, the state of racetracks uh, right now aren't uh, aren't looking real promising. Yeah, as uh, we could lead into, uh, we had it. We actually were from the Hobstown area. We had a uh, mile track in Indy, and uh, it's no longer. It's a horse track now. So yeah, that's how that that's going. But uh, yeah, uh, that sucks. I did go to the last Hoosier Hundred they had there, and I'm glad I did. But uh, pretty badass seeing the mile track. It's the first time I'd ever seen a mile track for this, the big cars. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, I got to take part in that. Uh, I think I ran second and third at the Hoosier, and uh, just just met. Uh, in a couple different years and just missed winning that deal and um you know then you know syracuse was the same way we lost that one and i led most of the race there and got by grant early and then let cody swanson get by me real late to, to beat me on the very last race on the mile there so yeah i mean the the miles are going away but man that's uh, it, it's disappointing yeah. because they're they're so they're so cool to drive um you know the way them tracks are but I, you know, I don't, I don't know what uh, Silver Crown cars are made for the miles in my book, and uh, unfortunately, we're having to resort to running half miles with them. But yeah, you know, we'll just have to make the most of it. Yeah. <clears throat> you had uh, two ARCA starts in the past. Was that something you were trying to pursue, or did it just one of them one-off thing that happened that year? Were those a Ducoin? Yeah. Well, I ran. Uh, we ran top. Uh, I don't know five top seven top eight at Ducoin and springfield and um you know I, I had a lot of fun in those cars i i we had a friend who uh offered to put a car together for us and and he was he had had uh i guess silver fox uh david pearson's boy driving for him and and um when the pearson gentleman uh back stepped out of that ride they called me and and we we honestly we had a lot of big plans to to run some of those races and you know, got to do two or three years of the Ducoin uh, doubles, as they call it. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, the, the gentleman car owner who, who had the stuff, he um, went in for a routine knee scope uh, and uh, passed a blood clot and died right there on the table. And, oh, fuck. Um, you know, Damn. Yeah, you know, and, uh, you know, I, it, it, I wouldn't say it because I'm not selfish, but, you know, with, with his death, obviously, uh, a lot of, a lot of my future on those cars kind of went away and and um you know super guy and and still thinking about think about him every day but uh you know after after that i just it just wasn't worth pursuing you know the yeah. way uh the way it was before that so absolutely uh, so but i'd love to do it again i honestly just saw that they they offered uh fifty thousand dollars to win this year for the double oh, so, to run both uh, Ducoin and springfield Yep, to win oh. both Ducoin and Springfield in the ARCA car. Hell yeah. And uh, so I, I figured there'll be a few guys, uh, you know, kind of taking them up on that. Yeah, hopefully um, maybe you can get you some. Know, if, if something lines up, maybe you can get it and try it again. Yeah, I, I hope so. I, I got a good friend, though, Andy Hillenberg. He calls me about once or twice a week, and uh, he keeps offering up his car to, to do it. You know, certainly it's not cheap to do, but uh, – yeah. Um, you know, and, and, uh, I know Kenny Schrader, he's a good friend of mine, talked to him quite often and, and Kenny ran one of his cars last year and, and they've kind of offered that car up to drive. So 
I don't know. I, it's I've got a lot, a lot of other irons in the fire, but you know, certainly as as that comes down to the wire, uh, who knows? You may you may see me in it. So it'd be yeah. awesome to see, really. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they're they're not a sprint car, but you know they'll uh, they'll do. It's uh, it's a, it's a Sunday drive and those things. Uh, you get to have a champ car running 150, 155 mile an hour and and backing them in the corner and. Um, you know, the next day you get in an ARCA car that's running 110 mile an hour. It's, uh, it, it's quite the different experience, but, uh, you know, they're, I mean, they're just, they're, they're cool in their own way. Yeah. They really yeah. Are. But wheelbase and suspension and everything, of course, it's different. Yeah. Yeah. They're <laughs> honestly, they're a lot tougher to drive than one would think, um, because they're, they're almost too easy to drive, so it's real easy to overdrive them. Uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know that's what I found. They're that most of them cars, um, you know, they're not made to run sideways. So the minute you that you get any uh, steering input back to the right in them, they go ahead and spin out. And there's no saving them. Um, uh, you know, so you try to run as fast as you can right on that verge of having them wheel straight or to the left, and uh, you know that it, it makes them tough. Uh, because you know you really want to push and you really want to hustle it in and you know you you every once in a while your your mind sends visions of slide jobbing somebody <laughs> into turn one in a car what, you're like wait i can't and, do that <laughs> yeah 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 and then your brain realizes you're a freaking idiot and don't, don't even try it. You, you think it makes it difficult on those nascar guys at bristol Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Well, you know, you saw Chase there last year try to hustle it there on that last lap, and it cost him, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's it. I mean, it, I, I'm sure Kyle and Chase and, and Christopher, them guys, they, they're they probably going nuts because, you know, their talent level, um, not to say there ain't a lot of talented individuals, but their talent level is so high, um, you know, they go to those places and feel like they should just blow the doors off and walk, you know, walk the dog and everybody, and, and uh you know they don't and and the more they try to overdrive them the worse it gets and you know it's uh got to be frustrating feeling for sure oh yeah so i mean obviously do coins one of your favorite tracks but do you what's some of your favorite tracks across the country that you go to and race at yeah you know i um i i'll tell you i i really do like lincoln park speedway um you know Putnamville, Rutnamville, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. You know, what I'll say about Putnamville, whether it's by design or not, uh, that that track is different every week. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's it is. Got a, Definitely yeah, a different every week. <laughs> yes, it'll have a gnarly curb. Sometimes it'll be black and on the bottom. If you were gonna take a sprint car and you wanted to go learn how to drive a whole different, a bunch of different places, but you couldn't afford to go to a bunch of different places. You want to teach a crew chief how to how to set up five different cars five straight weeks. That's your place. Uh, that, that that would be the place to do it. Yeah. So uh, we've, we've we've had a lot of success there, and and so you know that's cool. And uh, you know, I, I Indiana fans, I call Indiana sprint car racing Texas high school football, but um, oh, yeah, you know. Between Indiana and PA, I really like the PA tracks too. Them, them people are just they're gold when it comes to, to sprint car racing. And um, you know, that I, I I'm just a big track guy, I guess. And so, you know, you go out there and and 
what would only bring in 15, 20 cars in Indiana considered a big track and dangerous. That's just their normal weekly deal in PA. And, um, you know, so the, so them boys, uh, they'll hustle it up around the fence at port and run, you know, a foot off the wall all the way around. And it's just another Saturday night for them. So, yeah. uh, you know, it, it's pretty cool to watch them. I'll, I'm always impressed. So what's your uh, favorite? And they're, and they're, Go ahead. What's that? Go ahead. I cut you I, off. I said, it, it, you know, they're uh, they're they're producing some pretty good race car drivers out there in PA, and yeah, and starting to see a lot of the you know a lot of the Indiana guys, you know, Justin Peck and those guys, they're kind of figuring out if you're gonna be a wing racer, um, you better head that direction. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good place to start. So, what's your favorite? So we say PA. Is there a favorite one you have there that you've ran at? The big track. Well, you know, I, I won Williams Grove last year, yeah. so like I said, uh, every place you, like you win is your favorite. <laughs> yeah. And, um, so, so I, you know, I like the Grove. It's got a lot of history, and and uh, but but I'll tell you, probably honestly, probably Port. Yeah. Uh, Port Royal is just such a cool, uh, just so picturesque, and you roll in the, you can see the kind of the hills or mountains if you want to call them that in the background. It's it's in a small town. You can't, you know. Um, you know, just it's got that just Pennsylvania Meadows feel, and you know, and then you roll in here, and there's this big half mile, and it's got big walls, and you're right against them, and uh, you know, it really does separate the the men from the boys, and um, you know, so you know, I, I, I since the last time I was there, uh, man, I missed that place, and and you know, pretty excited to be able to go back next week. And, Hell yeah! Um, see what we can do. So. Yeah. That's our that's our bucket list for sure. We need to get. We're going to try to get there. Yeah, one of these got, days we got to plan like a PA. Like we we don't know what week we want to plan to go to PA, but we want to we want to get out there and and see a few tracks. I think Lincoln and then uh, Port and then I don't know maybe Sealands Grove or something. That's what we want to see. But we're trying to we're trying to get it planned out. Yeah, yeah, you got to. That's uh, you know that's these racetracks, man. That's. I, everyone I go to, of course, I collect dirt on all of them, bring them back. I got a coffee table that I add dirt to, and uh, from every track I've been. And, That's cool. Um, you know, man, there's just a lot of, there's just a lot of cool places with a lot of character, and you know, every one of them just a little different, and and so, um, you know, I, I, I guess that you know, for probably one of the coolest things will be when I'm done is to look back and and uh, you know, see all the different places I went and. Um, you know, I, I, I've been fortunate in the sense that usually when I go racing, I try to make it a trip. Um, you know, Davy Jones told me when he started going with me this year, he said, man, you, it's just a lot of fun to go racing with you. And I I said, well, shit. Yeah. You know, I, we got to drink anywhere we go. We got to drink a few beers. We have to see all the sights and sounds, you know, we got to hit every, every food place that's been on diners dives and drive-ins you know you gotta you gotta do that stuff um, yeah you know what other when you know what other opportunity you really get to just you know go yeah. to some of those places so exactly um, you know we always try to and, try to leave a little early and, and hit every yeah. spot that's right might, up and, our you, alley and you might never get that opportunity again so that's the way we are too we're anytime we're going out of town we're always like mapping it hey wh- what kind of restaurants we got because we're, we're fat we like food and we like some <laughs> beers too so we, we're usually planning out well let's try this place or we know there's good places and we go back to those places but we have a like you said we're kind of on the same page as you uh we we like to make a trip out of it and enjoy everything and check different gotta, stuff out gotta gotta check everything out and we're gonna get to that in a minute but what's 
before that, what's what's your thought on Tri-State Speedway? Oh, you know, I'm stop, man. You love it or you hate it. Um, that's that's the way the place is. Let me let you know. So my my dad was track champion Hobstop for uh, four, five, six years through the '70s, and uh, at at one point, one mo- there for a few years, won every 100 lapper they had. And Damn. Um, oh, that, you know, that so, 100 or whatever was that right? That was a midget race. Well, oh, that was a midget they, race. Yeah. Yeah, they, I think at the time they were called the Tri-State 100s, and uh, they had this and that, you know, but it was when sprint cars ran 100 laps. And, wow, that was a long um, time ago. long you know, time so, ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, through the their mid-late 70s. And so, um, you know, Tommy Elfrick and my dad were really close and kind of came up through at the same time. You know, obviously Tommy won all the time in the late models, and, and my dad won a, a whole bunch in the sprint cars, and, um, you know, so growing up, that was the spot, you know, that was, uh, that was the, the holy grail for our family, um, you know, at, at Hopstop. But, you know, as my career kind of took off, I just, my, you know, I don't know, I just seemed to kind of bypass it and didn't, never really got an opportunity to run. And then when I did, you know, that place is tough. It's, you know, it's, it's so much different than any other racetrack and what it takes to run good. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll be flat honest with you. A lot of guys said, man, if you want to be a sprint car driver, don't get yourself caught going to Tri-State every week when they run because <laughs> it, 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 it'll ruin you, you know. And, uh-huh. and um, you know, I don't know that that's necessarily true, but it's, uh, you know, certainly you see the guys that, that run run good there. They, um, you know, they, they can run really strong there, and, and some of them, some of them, don't run real strong anywhere else so yep um you know, we know that but but it's yeah it, it's a cool place i'll tell you the atmosphere is awesome uh love the cheeseburgers and the dehydrated <laughs> onions I, you know i i usually feel like shit because i you know uh try to eat three of them before hot laps and, yeah. and that's you know are you uh that's not good you got any plans to be there this year any plans for what now to, to be there this year to run yeah so we we actually we got to go here a couple weeks ago which it was my first time back at hobstock since 2014 and uh for i can't remember what actual race it was but i think we ended up seventh or eighth and uh really felt like we started getting a hang of it there at the end so you know i, I think we're going to hit it more um yeah. you know i i want to you know i won at bloomington gas city putnamville Twin Cities, um, you know, a, a lot of the Indiana tracks, but I, I certainly want to win one at Hopstad, uh, you know, just for my family's sake. And so um, I'm probably going to get myself to the point where I start committing there until I do win one. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. That'll make us happy. Yeah. Uh, maybe uh, <laughs> yeah. Sprint yeah. Week this year, maybe, or maybe just maybe when you can get over here, maybe Sprint Week or be a big Yeah, one. hell, let's just win Sprint Week. That sounds good. Let's yeah. do that. <laughs> well, I mean... Just that show. If you got a time, you're over here, man. Like we, dude, we would love to cook you some food. You and your crew. Yeah, that's uh, it's yeah, all, it's all we yeah, like man. to do, man. We like to we like to bring some food to teams and uh, feed you guys while you're around us. Or if we travel and we know you're going to be there, we like to feed you. Oh, dude, I, I I'd appreciate that, guys. That'd be awesome. Um, you, you like know, ribs? I, that's one thing. I, <laughs> oh, have you have you seen me? I mean, I, I'm not sure. Well. Uh, the only reason I can make fun of Robert Blue is because I look like Robert Blue. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good true story. 
So, uh, so when you're on the road, what's your? Uh, you got any like go-to restaurants or like? Is, is there places you go that you look forward to going because of the food? Um, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I know there's when we go to PA, there's always there's a place out around Mansfield, Ohio. It's a, uh, it's like Porky's uh, Diner. It's got a man amazing like cheeseburgers. They're almost like. Um, uh, smash burger deals. We always hit that place. That's a really good eats. Um, you know, I don't know. You know what I do when I go to those places? I want to. I want to find the biggest hole in the wall. Yeah. Dive. Hell you know, yeah. That because Fuck yeah. Cheap beer. You know, I, good food. I want. Oh, I, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I want it to look like they've not updated their seating since <clears throat> 1972, and you know, yeah. Uh, Marge is still working in the back, and yeah, you know, that's right. Uh, taking your orders. So. That's our kind of place too. That's but. right up our alley. <laughs> that's, that's what we do. Yeah, yeah, right. Real, real, uh, real quick story. Me and Charlie went up to Terre Haute, and there's a place, a town called Fontenet, up that way. Little out in the middle of nowhere. It's a bar and a post office. Post office, and that's it. That's the whole Fontenet Tavern. Tavern. It's got bars in the windows and everything. Literally, there's no cell phone signal or nothing out there. It's out in the middle of nowhere. Well, there's some Filipinos oh, that bought it. Need, yeah, there's some Filipinos that bought it, and. They renovated it because it's pretty rough before, but they make like homemade egg rolls. Uh, what else they make? Pork marinated pork on a stick. Some of the best food I've ever had. It was really good. At some little shithole bar. I mean, that's that's where your best food usually comes yeah. from. But I was pretty impressed oh, with it. No doubt. But uh, yeah, so, I mean, you you probably got to find a stop in good restroom facilities following that. But oh uh, yeah, you know, yeah, of course, yes, yeah. especially you know, me, but, yeah, you know. <laughs> and me. But yeah, I love those. What good is it if you don't? Right. That's right, I love those places though. You ever, uh, you ever hit Charlie's up when you're in Terre Haute? The yes, Charlie's yeah, Pub absolutely. and Grub for I, a burger. You, you betcha, you <laughs> betcha. I, I usually try to hit that place late at night or something on the way back through, and they've got live music. So, um, yeah, that's a cool place, man. I, I really like uh, Charlie's. So, it, it isn't that the place where they got. Uh, what, fried pepper rings or something. Yes, like the that. Yep. banana peppers. Yep. Yeah. Those are really good. Banana pepper. Yeah. And then get they the big Tweety burger, like half pound burger, or whatever you want, chicken sandwich or whatever you want. There, they got a lot of stuff. So if we gotta if we gotta cook you and your team some barbecue, what's your uh, what's your go to? What, what do you like the most? You like are you like a brisket guy or a rib guy or pulled pork? Pulled pork. You guys steak, like steak, all the like above. Honestly, I, I'm probably I, I would have never said I was brisket. I would always said I was a pulled pork or rib guy. But uh, man, if a guy goes does a good brisket, that sure is tough to beat. It you is. Know? And um, so you know, I, I'd say ri- I'm probably ribs or brisket at this point in time. You know, maybe I'm you know getting a little older and uh, you know liking the finer things. And uh, you know, pulled pork is it, it's you know it's good, but uh, you know a good. Uh, barbecue artist and and master of his craft uh he's got a he's got a master of the brisket and the he ribs does. if he's worth his weight he does or he's not that good you know that's right, that's <laughs> right. I, I will say we haven't mastered i haven't in a way mastered brisket but we do a shit ton of ribs usually <laughs> we do a lot of hence ribs. our name but yeah we did uh, uh we did ribs last week for uh, or well i guess when this airs it'll be two weeks ago but for uh todd hobson and the uh tsr team and then uh charles we did davis it for Jr. charles davis Got some ribs to Charles yeah, Davis last we week. You know, it's tough to beat because you got you got to make better ribs than Charles's hot dogs. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's a that's a tough beat. 
Well, yeah. we figure he feeds everybody hot dogs. He's a hot dog man, so like, yeah. let's let's take him a rack of ribs and some baked beans, and we fed their team. And I, ho- I mean, I hope they enjoyed it. I don't know. Yeah, but we did. We no. didn't do nothing crazy with his ribs, but we do do. Uh, our specialty really is buffalo ribs. We do a lot of buffalo ribs. But, if you like uh, buffalo oh, that sauce. But, yeah, uh, that sounds good. See, look at this. This is a race car podcast. Well, for you, it's both. But uh, <laughs> we got more excited talking about food here. You know? That's right. That's, no. that's, that's what we're about, really. Well, we love it all. But racing, yeah. food. I mean, food goes along with racing. If you don't have tailgating food, you don't really have an atmosphere for the fans, right? Yeah. If you're not walking through the pits and smelling a, even if it's a gas grill, charcoal grill, whatever, you're not smelling a grill. Are you really at a dirt track? (laughs) Yeah. So it's always it's a staple. It's a staple. That is. That's always been the cool thing about Tri-State too. Uh, You know, the people take their uh, their their barbecuing and their uh, kind of uh, partying out there in the in the in the rocks. They take it seriously, and that's cool. As you as a race car team rolling in, you know, it's it brings some extra excitement and. Yeah. more around that race and you know they do a great job everybody there does a great job so yeah yeah um, we're usually there sure in the uh camping area we've got a camper there usually if it's not too wet where you can't park it there but we're usually there camping <laughs> yeah. if not we're in the rocks with the tailgate down doing something so absolutely but yeah man if yeah dude we need to uh get with you see where you're gonna be when we're there and we'll uh we'll feed you guys for sure oh you know my guys would love it they uh you know i I make them. Uh, I give them breadcrumbs. I try to starve them out. <laughs> make them work harder. That, that's right. That's right. So, well, man, yeah, they, uh, they would certainly appreciate that. Is there uh, is there any sponsors or anything else you'd like to uh, mention? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the the Hustler Turf Equipment people uh, at both a corporate and also uh, through the Ben's Lawn Service, which uh, Ben's Lawn Service is it's more it's a lawn service trailer sales, but they sell a lot of uh, zero turn mowers, and and you know at one point had about I believe about thirty to forty percent of the entire inventory for Illinois on on some of the Hustler mowers. So, uh, pretty big place. They do a great job. They're from here, real close to me, and. Uh, he's got in racing and, you know, and, and really just been spectacular, uh, taking care of me and, and a lot of people and, and, uh, you know, service second to none. And so, yeah, I mean the hustler turf people and, and they build a great product, Ben's lawn service, of course, on the racing side of things, we've had, uh, DRC chassis has been really good to us. Matt Hummel, FK has been really good. Jake Swanson's been really good as a fellow racer and, um, you know, we're just, uh, we've had some motor, few motors, Dynotech, uh, with, with Ricky Stenhouse has been taking care of us and been a good friend of ours. And, um, you know, so we've got a lot of great partners. We really do. And, um, you know, just happy to have all of them on board and, and, you know, I, it's, uh, I feel like it's all racing people. We have the same interests and, uh, you know, our goals are the same. So I, I you know, it's, it's exciting when you go to the race, race with people who love it as much as you do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then people, I couldn't do it without them. Absolutely. And uh, before we wrap it up and everything, do you have uh, any questions for us? Oh shit! I, uh, yeah, I started to put you on the spot, man. I think, we, I think we've hit everything. But yeah, if you do have something, yeah. No, I mean, uh, I, I guess we're gonna see uh, which one ends is really the master chef, and uh, <laughs> who wants to take all the credit for it. You know? It's I mean, a it's a group effort yes. usually. For real, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we 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 group yeah, it out. Well, I mean, last week I think I cooked and Blake cooked last week. Yeah. We had so many people. We each did ribs, so. cowled ribs, beans, and uh, 
You did steak. And it ended, uh, you know, a, what's it, picanha steak? Picanha. You ever heard of that? Yeah. It's a part of the sirloin. You ever heard of it? Man, you guys, yeah, you guys got to figure it out. It's, what yeah. is the, it's no, an actual, it's a roast, but it's part of the sirloin. I, I think forgot it's the a, actual. I think it's, I think it's a sirloin, like the end of the sirloin cap. Yeah. Anyway, so we did that last week. So it's kind of like, t- you just do like tips then, I guess. Yeah, kind well, of. Well, this actually, you actually slice yeah. it. It's got a fat cap on top, and you slice it, and it pretty much melts in your mouth. Oh, I thought it was, it was good. Kyle told me it's better than prime rib, but I don't know. It, I mean, when it came off the grill, it was better than prime rib, really. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was pretty good. I don't good. know about <laughs> But anyways. You know, I don't know that I'm going to be able to take your word for it. I'm probably going to have to try it. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, uh, we'll make see, sure your, mouth, your mouth's already watering, isn't it? So <laughs> we, we got we got to prove that we're not liars. Yeah, we're not. We're men. We're men of our <laughs> men of our word. So, so uh, that's right. That's right. Uh, social media goes. Uh, where can people find you? Yeah. So uh, we've got uh, the Amadi Racing page. We keep up on quite a bit, and uh, on Facebook, and, uh, and then on Twitter. I like to pretty much stay on my own page. Uh, can't say I'm crazy active, um, but uh, at Shane Cochran fourteen is is the Twitter handle, I guess you call it, and and. You know, so I like to keep up, uh, you know, as much as I can. And, you know, I, I usually have a good story to tell occasionally or somebody to cuss and, and – uh, See who can you block know, you. So I don't, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, who I, wants to block I, me this week? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know that I'm uh, team as volatile, but, uh, you know, yeah. I, mean, I certainly yeah. have an opinion and, and uh, yeah. don't mind sharing it. So. Hey, we love it. Yeah, we do. Hell, yeah. But, man, Shane, dude, we really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Hopefully we didn't cut into any, you know, your home now or whatever, and you're waiting on us to shut up. But uh, <laughs> thanks for uh, uh, thanks for your time. Yeah, I had a blast with you guys. I appreciate you having me on. And, uh, you know, if you ever uh, – I'd be I'd love to talk more about racing with you anytime and uh, certainly hope to see you at the races in between now and then and uh, try some of that good grub. Dude, oh. we will uh, we'll feed you for sure. We'll be in touch, and uh, thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, we definitely appreciate it. Yep. All right, man. all right, boys. Well, we'll uh, see you at a track uh, near real soon. I hope so. Yeah, sounds good for buddy. sure. Uh, see right. ya. Take care. See ya.